from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. Listen, I'm not telling you you've got to work with an independent financial advisor, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. This episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast is a recent episode of the Retirement Matters radio show that we do on a weekly basis. This show was titled Cereal, Popcorn, and Puffs, and we tell a story at the very beginning of the show that kind of runs throughout the entirety of the show. At the end of the show, I hope you get one thing from this, and that is that you must make your financial decisions as an entire picture. They cannot be made independently of one another. For instance, you can't just pick which stock you like because you think it's going up and forget about the idea of it generating you income that you would need otherwise. You can't just make your Social Security decision and hope that it was the right decision based on the amount of assets you possess and the cash flow that you need. All of your decisions need to be made inside of a well-written retirement plan an income plan, an investment plan. You need tax planning. You need to make sure that you are making decisions that benefit you in all fronts, not just one decision made that benefits you on one front while hindering you on a different front. Very similar to taking a piece of medication that has so many side effects, you should have just never taken the medication in the first place. If it's a part of your well-written medical plan, then it may make sense. Too many people are taking far too many decisions and making them independent of one another. Be sure you stay tuned to the end of the show where we talk about a client's situation that we've recently helped that has been able to essentially change the way that they look at their entire financial plan because of one decision they were trying to make independently, which really needed to be made inside of the overall plan. So without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well and you're ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. Let's jump right into a story straight out of the gate. I want to tell you about my son, Matthew and Andrew. Recently, uh, we we were going over what they wanted for dinner and I began to open up cabinets and just for playing around, I wanted to see what they would pick out for dinner. And so, uh, in our cabinets, you can open up a big pantry, and each drawer slides out. So, I pull out one drawer, and it has all the sweets, and and I tell them, pick your favorite sweet. And I think Matthew picks out some uh, uh, puffs, and Andrew picks out cookies. And then I open up the next drawer, and it's the savory drawer. And somehow, the puffs are also in that drawer. We have a lot of puffs around the house. I like to call Matthew my puff daddy. He could eat puffs all day. And in that second drawer, Matthew, my youngest, pulls out more puffs. And Andrew, my oldest, he actually pulls out a bag of chips. We go to the next drawer. And the next drawer's got a lot of the popcorn and the movie stuff. Uh, I tell them to pick out their favorite thing there. 
I believe that Andrew gets a bag of M&Ms or Reese Pieces. I can't remember. A pack of candy. And my youngest one ends up pulling out a thing of popcorn. Now, when we go to the last drawer, as I pull it out, it's so tall that I have to hold them up. And I tell them to pick their favorite thing. And Andrew picks tricks cereal. And Matthew picks Oreo O's cereal. Now, we get done with that, and we lay it all out on the counter, and we realize that for dinner, we are going to have really sweet cereal, really sweet candy, some popcorn to mix it all up, some chips, and a lot of puffs. <laughs> and as you can imagine, I went into an explanation of this is why we don't allow you to pick out dinner. So we put it all away, and we had chicken parmesan that night, a good healthy dinner. The reason I'm telling you that story is going to become evident deeper in the show. So you're going to have to listen to the end to understand why we tell that story. And trust me, it has a moral. So welcome to the show. The Retirement Matters Show is all about your retirement, making sure that you are building a retirement you can bank on, a retirement that's unlike any of your peers, a retirement that is built specifically for you. Achieving your goals in retirement achieving your objectives in retirement, and making sure that we're doing it while still giving you the ability to walk away from the worry of the stock market. That is a possibility, and we can help you build a retirement you've always imagined. To start that process, you simply pick up the phone and give us a call, 270-600-PLAN, or jump on our website, rdswealth.com. You'll get some of that information throughout the show at each break for sure. But before we get to the first break, As you're well aware, this is the time for our Pause for Positivity. This is the part of the show where I come to you with some positive, encouraging news, something to think about for the week, or something that will allow you to make someone's day a little brighter. Today, I want to talk to you about getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. I want to talk to you about why we can't bog down in bad things that take place in our life, why we can't look at those as the end all. And when something may be ending for you, we need to be looking at that as an opportunity, as a potential for something else to start. So the ending of one chapter means the beginning of a new. And sometimes that new chapter is exactly where you should have been all along. To put an example with this, I want to tell you about a gentleman that I was talking to a couple of days ago who sat in our office in Bowling Green and was beginning to talk to me about his potential retirement date. And in our discussion, he brought up a story that was very interesting to me. And because I was intrigued, I asked him for more details. And here's how the story goes. This gentleman, a little over 12 years ago, was working in a factory. He had been working in that factory for about 20 years, and one of his best buddies was with him in that factory and had been working there for 30 years. Both of these individuals were maintenance mechanics at this factory, and they called all of the maintenance mechanics in this particular day, 35 of them across all shifts, and they looked at them and said, by the end of today, we will have five of you. We're going from 35 to five. Now, they begin to ask for volunteers. And after some of them volunteered, the others were forced to be fired. They were essentially handpicked by the manager at the time and told they no longer had employment. So after all the tears are shed, all the phone calls are made, and, you know, all of the spouses are notified that they are now married to an individual who has lost their job, and some of them even concerned financially about what their next step would be, This gentleman we'll call John, 
began to think. He asked himself, what is this company going to do without maintenance mechanics? These machines break far too often not to have mechanics on hand. So John decides instead of wallowing and tucking his tail and running, he begins to inquire. And he goes to his former boss that has recently fired him, and he asks him very nicely, what does this company plan to do about the maintenance? And his boss informs him, he says, well, John, actually next week we have a few companies coming in to put a bid in for maintenance mechanic work, and they are going to outsource this maintenance work to that company. Immediately, John asked his employer, when and how can I put in a bid? And within two business days, John and his buddy decide to open an LLC and input a bid for the job that they were just fired from as general contractors. Lo and behold, they land the job. John tells me this story by saying one day he walked out as a fired employee. The next day he walked in, he was a general contractor making more money for the exact same job he was once doing as an employee. This is impressive. This is a very impressive story. If you think about it, it will make an impression on you, especially if you're able to apply what John did in his situation to any situation we face. Rather than John sitting down and you know licking his wounds or quote-unquote regrouping, John took action. Had he have been one week later, he would have been on the unemployment line. Had he have waited too long to insert the bid, he would have never had the opportunity to win the job. Now, fast forward 12 years later, John has seven of those types of contracts from factories all over South Central Kentucky, surrounding the Bowling Green and Glasgow area. John is a very successful individual in his own right, but more than anything, John did not allow a situation to define his future. More than anything, when a bad situation arose, He lost wisely. He applied wisdom to the loss and immediately turned it into a gain. It's a powerful place for us to live. If we can go around in our life every single day with that mindset, we're going to actually see a lot of things open up for us because I do believe God closes doors and too many times we take too long to walk through the next open door. Do not get caught up in the negative It is so easy to live there. As a matter of fact, if you don't watch it, by living in the negative, you will have a lot of people surrounding you who call themselves your friends, when in reality, they're just as addicted to the negative as you are. If you are addicted to negative news and gossip, you may find that you have a lot of people who want to surround themselves with you, because there are far too many people in this world who are also addicted to the negative and the gossip. Keep your head high, always think positive, and always be looking for the next opportunity, even directly after a loss. Those are my words of wisdom, my pause for positivity this week. Apply those this week, and I think you could see a difference in your life. So as we approach the end of this segment, we're going into our first break. I want to again bring that story that I told at the very beginning about my sons picking out dinner. We're going to go into that right after this break, and I'm going to tell you what it has to do with investing and retirement planning, especially when working with a financial advisor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Okay, welcome back. Let's jump right in to the story that I told at the beginning of the show about my sons. If you remember, my sons were given the opportunity to pick out dinner. And to do so, I went into the pantry and I slid each drawer open and I showed them what was in those drawers. And we had a sweet drawer, a savory drawer, what we call our movie drawer, and then the cereal drawer. The movie drawer has a lot of uh, different types of candy and all of our popcorn, all the different flavors for the popcorn, all the good stuff, right? So at the end of that little experiment, I think we had two different types of sweet cereal, a couple different types of sweet candy. We had chips, we had puffs, we had popcorn, and we had cookies. Now, that was them going through each drawer and picking out their favorite in the drawer. The reason I tell you that story is because if you're not careful, you will end up having a retirement portfolio that looks very similar. You're going to have your advisor's favorite stocks, You're going to have your advisor's favorite mutual funds. You're going to have your advisor's favorite bond funds. You're going to have your advisor's favorite real estate funds. There are going to be a lot of different favorites for the advisor. But if they're not managed according to a plan, it's going to be very similar to having the menu that I just went through for dinner when you get to retirement. It's not going to do you any good. All of those things in their own right are good at the right time, But it's not working towards an actual dinner plan. Same with the stocks. The stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and REITs that you have been selected by your advisor may be a really good mix. But if you're not building a true income plan, then you do not have a retirement plan. If you don't have an income plan on how you're going to generate income, you don't have a retirement plan. We've said it a hundred times. If you don't have income in retirement... You are not retired. You are simply unemployed. And the last thing we want to do is have, you know, a quote unquote diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds and have no actual plan for retirement income. It's the same thing as having a diversified pool of food to choose from for dinner. But none of that is going to give us the sustenance we need in the moment. Now, I could have opened the refrigerator, 
And I could have easily said, what's your favorite thing in here? But I guarantee you it wouldn't have been chicken. And I guarantee you they would not have picked out the spices needed to do the chicken. They would not have picked out the oil that was required because you can't eat oil. But that particular ingredient, when used properly, can help build something that is very delicious to eat. And they do like chicken parmesan. So they enjoyed the result and their body definitely was benefited greater from the result of my dinner and my selection for dinner as opposed to their selection for dinner. But at the same time, everything they selected was good. It wouldn't have been in the pantry had it not been, quote unquote, good, but it wasn't serving the purpose. I hope you're getting my illustration here. Too many times we see people working with advisors or trying to do this on their own. And when they get to retirement, it is a totally different decision. You cannot in retirement, I say this again, you cannot just choose stocks, bonds, mutual funds and expect to say you have a retirement plan. You can't look at one individual decision and say it's one individual decision because that decision affects every other decision. Last week, I think it was, we talked about how many different choices there were in Social Security claiming strategies. We are experts in the Social Security world. We help our clients withdrawing Social Security, know when to withdraw Social Security. We help them know exactly what the break-even point is for drawing Social Security. And today, I want to tell you a story about a success that we had with a client, all because we didn't just look at their stocks, bonds, mutual funds. We looked at their whole plan. Again, I want you to hear me when I tell you, if you're not actually building a plan for income, not only are you doing it wrong, you could be costing yourself a great deal of money and time in the process. And here is a great example of the impact building a plan will have on your retirement. I sat down with a gentleman a couple of days ago. Uh, It's probably about a week ago. And I began to talk to him about his retirement goals and what his plans were in retirement. He had worked many years at a business somewhere around the Bowling Green area. And he had worked for a long time getting to the point where he was completely debt free. He and his wife were ready to enjoy retirement. He was 64 years old and he is ready to retire. He's got a younger wife. And believe it or not, they have a a young child, a minor child who was adopted. So when this gentleman sits down with me initially, and for the sake of conversation, we'll call him Bill. Bill is there. His wife will call her Susan. Susan is not there. So Bill and Susan are uh, not in the same room with me. Bill just comes in saying, Dale, I'm about to retire, and I need to know when to take my Social Security. Can you help me? So I asked him if he had his Social Security statement. Or if he knew what his numbers were. What are you going to be making in Social Security? He's 64. His full retirement age is 66 and so many months. Eight months, maybe. And at this point, he's not 100% sure what he'll be making. But he knows it's somewhere around $25 to $2,700 a month. So not wanting to take estimates, I jumped on the SSA.gov website while he was in the office with us. We set him up with an account. We logged him in. We got his statement. And then we begin to uncover a few things in a very typical first appointment. Our first appointment, if you've heard the show a few weeks ago, telling you what a typical appointment looks like, 
is very informal. We're asking a lot of questions. And I begin to ask these questions to this gentleman. I said, you know, Bill, uh, tell me a little bit about your situation. And he began to tell me about his wife, Susan, and how much younger she was than him. And he began to tell me about his child, who is a, who is a minor, a very young child. And he told me how much he loved this child and, and how much it had changed his life. And the decision to have the child was, was very uh, mutual between he and his wife. And, and he told me a little bit about the adoption process, how much joy it brought to him, how much joy it brought to his wife, Susan. He was very in, enthusiastic whenever he was talking about his family. And when I asked him what he wanted to do in retirement, he said that one of his biggest goals was to make sure he took care of his mother, who was still alive. And then he wanted to be a really good father and a very good husband in retirement. We begin to uncover his income that he currently makes. And I realize that his wife is still working. His wife, Susan, is bringing in a little bit of income for the family. Just enough, essentially, to uh, bridge a gap from what he feels he can take comfortably off of his retirement account and what his income need is. So I asked him, what is your income need? And his income need was $4,500 a month, a very modest sum. This gentleman needed $4,500 a month to make ends meet. His wife was working to gain about half of that, and he recently retired, had drastically decreased his salary, and began taking money off of his retirement account, which is what you would traditionally do at this stage of the game. And his question, again, was, when should we take Social Security? This gentleman, Bill, had a lot of options. As you're aware, Social Security is a very complicated thing. And he was curious if he should be taking it sooner or later. He's always heard deferred. You know, defer Social Security. Defer Social Security if you want the most out of it. It's the wide brush, general cookie cutter recommendation for Social Security. He came in with that assumption, and we began to run some reports for him. And what we found after we ran these reports was astounding. We had news that was going to change Bill's life was going to change the trajectory of he and his family's life. And we were about to uncover this all because we took the time to stop and not just look at one particular drawer in the pantry. We're looking at the entire plan. We're looking at the entire kitchen. What are we trying to achieve? And then where do we need to go to get the right ingredients? If we do this properly, we can build a really nice retirement plan, a.k.a dinner for the entire family. And that is exactly what we did for Bill. And it began to build a beautiful plan for him and his family that was going to change the trajectory of their entire life. And we're going to tell you all about that right after this break that I need to take. As soon as we get into the third segment, the final segment of this show, I'll jump into this story one last time and tell you all about this meeting that we had with Bill and Susan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. If you have been listening the entire time, you know that we're talking about Bill and Susan, a meeting that we recently had. If you've just joined us, we're talking about a meeting where this gentleman has came to us at 64, requesting some information on when he should take Social Security, looking to build a plan for taking Social Security. Bill is already working with an advisor on a retirement plan. He has an advisor already. He's been working with this advisor for about two or three years, meets with the advisor once a quarter, 
and begins to discuss what investments he needs to be making. Now it's time for income, and Bill is making up his $4,500 per month desired income need from an account that's about $800,000. Now, with the help of a professional, this is a very simple thing to do, and it's well within the 4% withdrawal rate that is a safe rate, especially with his wife, Susan, working. His wife is working. She's younger than him. They have a young child. And we begin to build a plan, a true plan, not just about their assets and what stocks and bonds to pick, but a true income plan. So let's jump into that. Again, Bill needs $4,500 per month. His Social Security, if he took it now, was going to generate right at $2,500 per month. His wife is bringing in about $2,200 per month. That's a total of $4,700 per month with his wife continuing to work. But his current advisor, taking the cookie-cutter approach and knowing that he had built his retirement asset portfolio in a way where he could pull the money necessary, has told him to defer his Social Security to age 60. Because his wife is so much younger, he said that it's going to give the most benefit to the family by deferring to age 60. Now, here's, here's where we begin to do a little bit of digging. I remember me telling you about the younger child, the child that was adopted in the family, very young child. And remember me telling you that the wife is still working. By our next meeting, I was able to look at Bill and tell him, Bill, if you want to retire your wife, you can today. Here's what we are telling you. You need to take your income now at 64, turn on that income and immediately turn on the child's benefit. See, a little known fact about Social Security is that if you have a minor child in the home, you can take up to half of the highest income earner's primary insurance amount at full retirement age. Now, long story made short, what that means is that we could take it early for Bill, but for the child, it's going to be the same as if he took it late. That child will receive 50% of Bill's primary insurance amount, the full primary insurance amount. And on top of that, because the child is young, if we could retire Susan, we now can turn on Susan's claim and be able to pull an additional claim and benefit from Social Security. So let's make it real. Let's talk about what that means for Bill and Susan. See, initially, Bill came in thinking that he was going to need to defer his Social Security because that's what one of his financial advisors had told him. And his financial advisor was making that recommendation off of cookie-cutter advice and then understanding exactly what stocks and bonds to buy, but not understanding the income goals. When Bill came into a firm like ours, R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, and began to look at the entire picture, not just a piece of it, but the entire picture, he began to realize that Social Security should not be a decision that's made alone. It should be a a decision that is made in tandem with the income goals and the assets that you currently have. And so by doing this, now we can allow Bill to retire and retire his wife, allowing him and his wife to spend a whole lot more time together with their child and make sure that they are hitting their income goal for the rest of their life without having to spend any of their assets. Now, the child's benefit will decrease upon the child reaching 18, but we're still well over 10 years away from that. 
And by that time, the wife will be able to then stay on a spousal benefit as well as her own. Long story short, the income is met. The income desire has been met. There is no need to continue playing the game. And when we were able to tell Bill this, you can imagine he was tickled. No longer do we have to worry about buying the right stocks, bonds, mutual funds to preserve and generate income for him. Now we're looking at this entire account of almost $800,000 as a play account. It's an account that allows him to go out and do things. It's an account that allows him to go out and travel. It will now allow him to go out and see the world. It allows him ultimately the ability to spend time and money on and with the people he cares about the most. No more does he have to worry about the stock market. He doesn't have to worry whether the market's up or down and whether or not he can hit his income goal simply by looking at the entirety of the picture. Now, I'm going to break this down back to our story of my children picking out dinner. If you are working with someone or you yourself are not looking at this entire picture and looking at it as a whole, and you're just making individual decisions on your financial picture, based off of those standalone decisions as if they're just all independent decisions. It's the same thing as opening up each pantry in your kitchen and allowing your six-year-old to pick their favorite food and then calling that dinner. It's not how you do things. You've got to understand exactly what it is you want to cook before you can start pulling the ingredients. In finance, for retirement, especially in income, phase of retirement, you have to know exactly what you're trying to achieve before you start doing anything. If your advisor has not talked to you about your income goals and when and how you want to hit those goals, you need a second set of eyes on your account. You've got to take a look at that with someone else, someone that will look at the whole plan. If I'm talking your language right now and I'm telling you something that you already know, Give us a call, 270-600-PLAN. If you're not working with someone right now who is asking you exactly what you want in retirement, how much money you need in retirement, and then looking at every single ingredient in the kitchen, again, the figurative financial kitchen, to build that for you, if you're not working with that type of advisor, then your retirement dinner may actually be made up of cereal, popcorn, and puffs. All right, guys, I appreciate you tuning into the show. There was a lot of imagery here in the show, a lot of analogies. I hope you're picking up on them all. At the end of the day, my goal for you is to make sure that you are building the most optimal retirement plan. And if you're not looking at the plan as a whole, I'm talking overall picture of the plan, and you don't have a good understanding of where you want to go, there's a good chance you're not going to get there as efficiently as possible. You're definitely not going to get there as quickly as possible. And at the end of our life, we only have so much time to spend with the people we care about. That's why I'm adamant about allowing a fiduciary, someone who has your best interest, the ability to look at your account and make sure that it is giving you the most time and money to spend on and with the people you care about the most. If that is something you would like for us to do, again, 270-600-PLAN, we would be happy to sit down with you and be that second set of eyes you have been looking for. As always, we appreciate you tuning into the show. And until we talk next week, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy. God bless.
Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves a risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.